One of the common questions that we get is, how do you make frameworks creative? Well, it's simpler than you might think. There are four specific tactics that take frameworks from boring to creative, and we're going to walk through all four of them in this episode today. Thanks for joining. Let's dive in. Do your case interview frameworks have to be creative? It's a legitimate question. People ask us all the time in our live interview boot camps when we're teaching at schools. And our answer is, if you want an offer, the answer is yes. What does that mean? In round one, you can actually get away with less custom frameworks. They can be pretty standard, pretty traditional, and you can just knock the process out of the park. You can just answer great questions right at the beginning. You can build an awesome structure. You can do the math and you can just deliver on the core things. And that gets you over the the first round hurdle. But if you want an offer, your case interview frameworks have to be creative. And today I'm going to talk about how to make them creative without too much creativity. Ultimately, creative frameworks are the differentiator between a good and a great candidate. But creativity is not Picasso level creativity. Creativity is not reinventing the wheel. Creativity can be four different things. And if you know how to do these four, you're going to come up with mildly creative, mostly innovative structures that are going to feel fresh and unique to the interviewer and really show that you're able to stay in control, answer the question, but be creative in the process. So let me walk through the four. Number one is reordering the categories. This is a really simple one, but let's use the profitability framework as an example. If the standard profit framework is price, volume, variable cost, and fixed cost, well, if you take all four of those together, then if you think about the key issues, what if the key issue in the case was variable costs. Well, one of the things that you would do is maybe not on your paper, but but using a numbering system up above each one of the pieces of your structure, you would number variable costs first. What if after that you realized fixed cost was the second most important? Great, you put that second, maybe then volumes is third, and then maybe um, prices is fourth. Great, well then when you're reading out, you say I have a four part structure, variable costs, fixed costs, volumes, and prices. Well, it's the same structure, but it's in a different order and just demonstrating that you've been thoughtful about the priority and applying it to this problem demonstrates to me that you're at a higher level than your peers. Second way to do it, and by the way, these are cumulative, so you should reorder your categories, but at least at a baseline, that's where you can start. The second option is to rename your categories. So again, I'll use the profitability framework. Let's say we talked about variable cost, and instead of talking about variable cost, we talked about direct product. Instead of talking about fixed cost, we talked about operational overhead Instead of talking about volume, we talked about delivery or we talked about items. Um, in instead of talking about pricing, we talked about value. And so we use the same concepts, but we simply rename them. This is one of the oldest tricks in the book that consultants have, and it's super easy for you to apply inside your interviews. We'll be right back after this quick message. Prepare your students for consulting recruiting with a management consulted workshop. There are less than 10 open dates remaining on our 2021 calendar. In this fast paced interactive session, an MBB consultant guides your students through our proven curriculum, including structure drills, math drills, a case walkthrough, Q&A, and more. To reserve a date and learn more, click the link in the show notes. The third option is to mix the categories. So take 
two categories from the profitability equation and mix them with a couple of categories from, let's say, the market study equation. So I'll give you an example here. We know that the market study equation is largely focused on the revenue side. So what if we said we're going to look at the variable cost of a product, then we're going to look at the fixed cost of the company, then we're going to look at the competitors of the business, and then we're going to look at the customers. Well, in the competitors, we're probably going to find information about pricing and volume. And in the customers, we're going to find the same. What value do they have? What pricing are they coming up with? And so in total, we're getting back to the profitability framework, but we're mixing our categories together. And then finally, you can add unique categories. Sometimes you're going to get asked a question that it really doesn't make sense to draw from your bank of all your common categories. Well, in that case, don't draw from your bank of common categories. Come up with unique and fresh ones. And I'll give you an example here. What if instead of having those really specific different categories, you had key issues, key opportunities? Um, for example, let's talk, say you were talking about an e-commerce company. What if you had an entire category on customer conversion? That would make sense for an e-commerce company, but it might not make sense for an industrial supplies business. So in this particular situation, it makes more sense. What if you talked about web development in a totally separate category? Also really different, different kind of cost, different kind of capability, but really appropriate and specific to the problem at hand. You really can't go wrong when you take a practical approach to solving the problem unless you don't have numbers to back it up. So unless you're just looking at issues and not solutions. If you can focus on solutions, not problems, you're going to be successful throughout your case interviews. So in summary, use all four of the creativity tactics. Number one, reorder your categories. Number two, rename your categories. Number three, mix the categories together. And number four, add the categories so that you make sure you have a fresh approach to each individual problem. If you find yourself stuck in the frameworking process, have we got help for you? We've got an amazing set of framework structure drills and over 500 cases that you can practice on. What's most exciting about this is that if you exhaust all of that, which would be surprising in your lifetime, but if you did, we also have help from one-on-one -on -one coaches who are for you in your camp and excited to be there to support you. All the contact information for that is in your show notes. One of our trademarks of case interviews and one of the ways that we've grown so successful over the years is doing drill-based sessions where we work on specific things like math computation or math structuring, or in this case of this episode, a focus on frameworking. If you want to join our coaches for a singly focused structure session, we would absolutely love to help you. You can find the connection inside the show notes. And if you want more information, please follow us on LinkedIn. We're really active there and we love to post about what's happening in the greater realm of consulting and case interviews. Thanks so much for joining.